spirit. It's everywhere. Are we able to communicate with them? What can they teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. Now, your host of School Through Spirit, Diet Renee. morning everybody welcome to school through spirit i am your guest host charlie lynn back in again for the amazing diet renee here on wltkb db sorry let's talk radio so i'm really excited to be here again for diet and i want to thank you all for tuning in for those of you who may just be tuning into school through spirit for the first time each week, you are usually met here by Diet, and she has different guests, explores their journey. She talks to people from all different kinds of modalities, spiritualities, and really wants to touch base with people, how spirit has impacted their journey and, and what their journey has been. So just like each week, today we will start the show with some discussion on a topic led by spirit, which they had already given me. Um, we're going to be talking about perspective. And, and how that affects our journey and how that affects us with coming into alignment of where we want to go on our journey. And then after that, we're going to be joined by best-selling author and life coach, Amy Burness. And so we want to bring you some Monday morning motivation, Ooh, Monday morning. And then stick around after that, because we will be ending the week with some final words and a short inspirational card reading to give you perspective on whatever you want for the week, maybe a certain topic wherever you feel led that you need extra guidance. So let's let's get started. As I said, I, I sat down this morning and I actually I was panicking because I always panic before I come on to guest host for day at like, what are we going to talk about? And Spirit came in and they said they want to talk about perspective. And maybe for some of you that that follow me on my page, I had put out a card of the week last week that was about blessed and really coming from a place of gratitude. But that all comes with our perspective, how we look at things. And it's easy to say, let's look at perspective. Let's change your perspective. You have to change it to get into a positive mindset. But what's perspective? It's so easy for us to come in and say, let's change your perspective. Let's change how you look at things. But for me to change my perspective on how I was going to approach this topic with everybody today, I was really looking at it from what, what does perspective mean? And so I was looking at synonyms, other words for perspective, right? So what are other words for perspective? Other words for perspective are attitude, working on our attitude, changing our outlook, because if we wake up in the morning and we're cranky and we're upset, that attitude dictates how we proceed throughout the day. And so our attitude throughout our journey, how we are approaching things, also dictates how we're being seen and, and how we're seeing things. So that's really what we talk about when we're saying we need to work on our perspective. And now look, look at your own individual journey, where you're at on your journey. How has your perspective altered 
how you've seen things, how you've looked at things throughout your journey. It's it's a huge it's a huge undertaking to work on that. And and I sat down with Spirit and I was like, well, how do we how do we even begin to adjust this? Because perspective can be learned. You know, if, if you live in a positive environment, you might be somebody who is more positive, looks at things more positively. Or if you're in a negative environment, the same thing. You may be looking at things negatively. So it, it it's learned. So how do we unlearn that? How do we start coming in with a positive perspective? So I want you to think about think about your journey. Think about the trials, the good things, the difficult things, and where you're at in your journey how you have viewed those individual things that have come in. Have you had a positive mindset? Maybe most of the time, maybe not really. Have you really been more negative in dealing with those things? And so so look about that and kind of keep that in mind. And even now, if there's something in your journey that you're going through, maybe, you know, you're changing jobs. Maybe you're having some personal frustrations. So look at those things and and kind of keep some of what we talk about in mind today. And now as you're thinking about, here's where I'm at in my journey, like for me right now, here I am talking to you guys. This is where I'm at in my journey. But where do I want to go? Good morning, Michael. Thank you for joining in. Where do you want to go in your journey? Do you want to stay at the same job you're at? Do you want to manifest a different lifestyle for you? What do you want for you? What do you want for your family? What do you want for your friends or the people that are around you? And so that's what we need to look at. You need to look at where do I want to go? And now start changing your perspective on how you get there. I could sit here and I could say, oh, it took me 40 years to get on here to finally step into my abilities. Oh, my journey, it was so strenuous. I went through so much stuff. Or I can approach it from a place of gratitude. And I, good morning, Deborah. Or I can say, oh, you know what? I went through this. It was hard, but I went through this now so that I can help somebody else, so that I can meet them at a place without judgment and changing my perspective, learning to be thankful for some of the difficult things that I went through so that I can bring that in and I can help somebody else and I can meet them where they're at in their journey. And so what you need to do is stop thinking in terms of should. Like, Here's a great example. You're going to a party, okay? Just going out, having fun with some friends and you already have this mindset of what should happen during the evening for it to be a good experience for you. And so in our mind, we start putting in these lists. Well, for me to have fun, I need to eat this. I need to dance. I need to hear all my favorite songs. And and we list these expectations for ourselves that should happen so we can enjoy it. And now let's say, you know, you go out with your friends. Maybe nobody else feels like dancing. So you end up just sitting and talking. Mm, that's a ding on your list, right? So you're not having as much fun as you thought you should have. Um, Maybe they were out of the wine you wanted or the food you wanted. Oh, that was another ding off your expectations. It should have happened and it didn't. And so now those things are bringing your level of fun down. And by the end of the night, when you leave, you're looking at all these expectations that were not fulfilled. 
And then you're like, oh, I shouldn't have even gone out. I didn't have fun. But now think about it from the other perspective. If you got ready, go out with friends, go out for dinner, and you didn't have these expectations. You were simply open to spending time with your friends, to going and being in the moment. Okay, so maybe they didn't have your wine. Oh, I'm going to take this opportunity to try something different. Maybe I'll find something different I like. Oh, I really wanted to dance. Nobody else wanted to dance. Oh, I got to sit. I got to talk to my friends. I got to reconnect. I got to engage. And if you're looking at it that way, look at all the great things that came out of a situation where you decided to be present. You decided not to have expectations and be present in the moment, be open to how spirit opened things up and and brought people in and different experiences. And if you approach it from that way, now you're going home at the end of the night and you're like, I had a great time. I tried this new wine. It was fantastic. Oh, and I learned this about my friend. I didn't know she was going through this hard time. I really was able to sit and connect and try to help her feel better, just be an ear to listen to. And it totally changes the outcome of the evening. It totally changes your mindset. So start working on that. Start every day. You're going into work. Maybe you have a coworker that's really frustrating. Good morning, Jackie. It's my sister, everybody. Hi. And going in and, oh, I don't want to work with this person. Because we think, should, this person is going to drive us crazy. Maybe if you go and you don't think that and you don't have those preconceived notions, maybe that won't happen. Maybe you'll find a different way to connect, be in the moment, and move past that. So working on should and learning to move that out so that we have less disappointment and allowing ourselves to be present in the moment. Another thing Spirit really put on me was consideration. (laughs) You're welcome, Michael. (laughs) Putting into account what other people are going through. As a society, we have become very disconnected. You know, we think we know what's going on with everybody because we have social media, we have all these things, but we don't really know what's going on with somebody else. And so our assumptions, again, kind of like the should, affect our relationships with these people because we're not thinking about their perspective, how they're viewing things or where things are coming from for them. So let's say, again, we'll go back to you're getting ready to go out with some friends. And you get there, and now you're sitting there for 20 minutes messaging your friend. Where are you? Oh, you know, come on. And they show up. Maybe they show up 30 minutes later. Well, now you're frustrated, right? They're late. You're on time. They're wasting your time. And that's going to put a damper on the whole rest of the evening. Sometimes I have friends who are always late. Always late. I know this. So I've learned to work around it. I know these people. So I'll either tell them, hey, we're meeting 45 minutes than what we really are because I know if I tell them 45 minutes, they'll actually be on time or I just work around it. I am prepared for that to happen. But in in this case, you know, why was your friend late? So instead of getting upset, maybe they're having a really bad day. Maybe they got in their car to leave, realized they forgot to change their shoes, went back in the house, the coffee pot's on, they had to let the dog out finally get back in the car, left the keys on the kitchen table. And so they're also getting there and they're frustrated because they're rushing around. They're trying to get there. They don't want to be late. 
So where's their perspective? We need to start meeting people, not only where we are at in our journey, but allowing our energy to meet and accept them where they are at on their journey and not trying to mold everybody into our expectations. This goes back to being open, open to what's going on, open to that moment. And so just allowing that, realizing that some people are different, some people operate differently. But now spirit was very clear when they came in, working around and allowing other people's perspectives and our energy to meet their perspective does not take away the need for boundaries. That is completely different. If you are setting a boundary with somebody um, to make a healthy relationship or say you're in a relationship, somebody's drinking, maybe it's, you know, a family member or something. And you say, you know what? I don't want to be around you when you're drinking. That is your boundary. So your boundary is when they're drinking, they're not a kind person. You do not want to be around them when they are intoxicated or drinking at all. That's your boundary. That doesn't mean now you have to look at their perspective of why are they, why are they drinking all the time when they want to be around me? So very clearly be aware that there is meeting people at their perspective, understanding where they're coming from, but that does not take away, good morning, Joe, the need to have boundaries. Boundaries are put there very specifically to help us heal and to help keep us out of situations that might not be good for us. So boundaries are still very important, but also knowing somebody else's perspective is important also. So... Another thing, and I struggle with this, is, you know, being positive. The law of attraction. Positivity attracts positivity. Negativity attracts negativity. It's really hard to be positive all the time. Like, I struggle. I operate in high levels of sarcasm to get me through the day sometimes. And so how do we retrain ourselves, especially people who grew up in, in more negative atmospheres to come from a positive perspective, to overlook the negativity, to kind of push through and say, you know what, ah, my car broke down, but I'm still going to be positive. There's still something good that is going to come out of this day. And I feel like doing that means moving our mindset again to coming from a place of gratitude. So you go out, get in your car to go meet your friends. Guess what? Car won't start. Car breaks down. Okay. Pause. And instead of letting that negativity compile, start putting that also into perspective and, and looking at, okay, I'm grateful I have a car. Right now I can call one of my friends. They can come pick me up. I can deal with this later. And all right, I'm thankful that I have a friend that can come pick me up. I'm thankful that I have maybe a friend who's a mechanic that'll come look at my car later and, and tell me what needs to be done. So instead of panicking, instead of every time something negative happens, compiling it with more negative thoughts, really try to step aside of what's happening and come in from a place of gratitude, come in from a place of less frustration, which brings us into looking at the big picture, right? A friend that's a mechanic, a friend that can come pick you up. And a lot of times within our journey, I find that a lot of people get, you know, oh, why is this happening to me? Why do all these bad things keep happening to me? Because you expect them to happen. 
not that some people don't have a little bit misfortune on, on things that are going on, but how do you approach them when, okay, the car breaks down, you go, now what, what's going to happen? What's next? Well, you're opening a door for that negativity. You're opening a door for those negative things to keep building. And so really start trying. And if it doesn't work, what are you out, right? If I'm sitting here and I'm like, hey, approach your car breaking down from a place of positivity. And you're like, Charlie, you're crazy. It's not going to help me. If it doesn't help you, it doesn't help you. But try. I think you will be amazed at looking how being positive, the power of positivity, the law of attraction really will change things long term for you. It'll change things coming in. It'll change things that are happening. Because instead of you expecting negative things to happen, you're expecting good things to happen. You're expecting blessings to come out of difficult situations. And that's looking at the big picture. There are lots of things that happen to us as humans and and throughout the world that are out of our control. And all we can control is how we respond to each of those moments, how we respond to what is going on around us. And so if you start approaching that and those bad situations and looking for any small glimmer, any small glimmer of hope, any small glimmer that you can take into this big picture and and offer it as that glimmer of hope, that, that blessing, that positive thing, it's going to help you deal with those situations because instead of losing hope, instead of looking at these, these big picture things that are happening and losing hope, you're able to find hope. You're able to find something to grab a hold of to get you through that moment. No matter how bad, look for that glimmer of hope and pull yourself through that and, and allow support to come in through that. But there's always something within that big picture. And by broadening out the big picture too, with the car breaking down. Okay. My car broke down. My friend's coming to pick me up. The mechanic's going to look at it. Now here's the big picture. So right now in this moment of, of my big picture and the whole scheme of things, if I look at, okay, I can't drive my car to go out with my friends tonight, but in the big picture, is it really worth all the energy and all the amounts of being upset and negativity that you're putting into the event? What is sitting there getting mad, frustrated, yelling and cursing at your car because the bleeping thing won't start or pile of trash, whatever? What does that get you? It doesn't solve the situation. Kicking your car or cursing at it or calling it a piece of crap, right? It's not going to make the car magically start. All we're doing is we're expressing our frustration. So start channeling that into something more positive because it's not worth draining your energy to let those things go out. Thank you, Joe. I am so glad that this is making sense to somebody and you guys are not all out there going like, I don't know, Charlie, makes no sense. Another thing I find, and and actually what I started doing, because like I said, I can be very sarcastic. I can be very grumpy at times. Um, It's just smiling because when you force yourself to smile, it, it becomes a habit, which, which sounds weird. See, smiling, nervous, but I'm smiling. And, and it becomes a way of projecting little bits of positivity into uncertain times. When you smile, it affects people that are viewing you differently too. If I sat here and I talked the whole time like this and I was talking to you guys, 
Really, thank you, Michael. Take care. Would that really reach an audience? But if I smile, if I bring my energy, if I put forth my best self, I'm going to pull people in energetically. People that need to hear the message are going to find it. And so learning to use your body, using your energy field around you to protect, project that positivity out is a big deal. Things like smiling, even things like exercising, using our body to start getting the flow. And, And you don't have to be a marathon runner. You don't have to go to the gym every day. I, you know, when I started coaching for my son and I wanted to get in shape, I just found things around the house I could do. I can lay on the floor. You know what? I started with one sit-up. One sit-up. Because I'm like, I'm 40. One sit-up was kind of hard. I haven't done them in like 12 years. One sit-up every day led to 40 sit-ups. A 10-second plank that I could barely make it through turned into a minute plank. And so it's adding, adding those things. Don't try to eat the whole elephant. Just take little bites little approachable things. Because now when I did that one sit up, instead of me being disappointed because I couldn't do 10, I was excited because I started. I did one. Okay. So give yourself these goals, but start them small, start them small and build on them. Yes, Joe, that is a great point. It does take more muscles to frown than it does to smile. So you don't have to work harder to be happy. Rest and rejuvenate. So self-care. Self-care is huge, huge. I can tell you from my own standpoint, when I was working in a career that I just didn't enjoy, I was not taking care of myself. Like I said, I haven't exercised in like 12 years. I was in a, a physical slump. I was in a spiritual slump. And my energy and my journey felt so disconnected. Nothing was in alignment. And then I realized if I don't take care of me, how do I take care of everybody else? And so while we're busy giving to others, which is also very important, helping others, working from a point of servitude for your fellow humans, animals, planets, everything. If you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to keep giving? How are you going to keep being the benefit to the universe that spirit put you here to be? You're not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to get to that other side of your journey if you're not taking care of yourself. And so those are all really, really important things and things that I want to really impress upon you that spirit has brought in because I I feel like in society today, you know, we're very much social media. We are very much workaholics. We don't take a lot of time to be present. We do not take a lot of time to connect. You know, by the end of the day, a lot of us are drained. We plop on the couch, maybe throw on a show. Take two minutes, two minutes a day just for yourself, just to be present and be positive. And I promise that it will start to grow from there. Your connection to spirit will get deeper. Your connection to others will get deeper. And you'll find that as you start approaching things with that positive perspective, the negative things are going to start to drop off, you know, almost like like a snake that sheds its skin. You are energetically going to start shedding the negative things that are coming in. You are going to start shedding the negative people that are in your life because you are going to become a beacon of light. 
and negative things, they can't survive. They can't survive in that beacon of light. And so it's, it's a struggle for them. Happiness brings in happiness. So I hope you guys are all, all still awake, intrigued. You guys haven't left. Um, I, I really hope that this message found who it was supposed to. But I do want you guys to stick around because we are going to take a short break. And when we come back, Amy will be joining us at about 9.30. And you really, you don't want to miss Amy. She is a best-selling author. She is a life coach. And she's just, Amy's got like way more energy than I have on a Monday morning. So I think Todd's going to take us out to break. And then I will see you guys in a few minutes. And then Amy will be joining us. certified spiritual life coach, animal communicator, past life regression, and a psychic medium. This is Charlie Lynn. Charlie Lynn and Chat with Charlie work with you to bring communication and understanding from spirit to those looking to gain insight. Charlie Lynn's spiritual journey has brought her to you, so take advantage and contact Charlie Lynn today. Book a reading, indulge in some Reiki work, or take the next step in your life with some spiritual life coaching. No matter, Charlie Lynn is here to help you. Search Chat with Charlie on Facebook. That's Chat with Charlie on Facebook. Everybody, I am glad you came back because that tells me that getting into alignment, getting some positivity and, and motivation into your Monday is important to you. And, and I think it's it's important to all of us right now. So we are back on School Through Spirit, WLTK DB, Let's Talk Radio. And as a reminder, I am your guest host, Charlie Lynn, in for Diet Renee. She misses you all. She will be back next Monday. And very shortly, we are going to be joined by Amy Burness, who is a best-selling author and a life coach. I really think that having Amy kind of come in here today is going to be inspirational to all of you. We really want to talk to you about getting into alignment, becoming that person that you feel like, like you should be. Uh, and maybe, you know, for me, there was that time where I'd look in the mirror and I'd see me. I'd see the physical me, but the me underneath, the soul me, was not connected. It wasn't there anymore. And I know Amy has gone through some very similar experiences. And sometimes that happens, you know, especially for women becoming mom, going into a career. But how do we get back to that? How do we start to reconnect with what we feel underneath our skin, what we feel outside of the physical within our soul that we really need to be? And so I hope that, you know, today Amy and I are able to bring you in ways to do that. If there's anything where you guys are kind of like, oh, you know, I was struggling with this, try and pop it up in the comments. Uh, maybe we can offer you a little bit of advice. I'll try to keep an eye on the comments. 
it's it's really just about determining where you are now and and where you want to be you know if if somebody would have told me a few years ago hey you're going to come out as a psychic medium you're going to become a spiritual life coach you're going to be hosting a show periodically for somebody as as they're taking care of of their things i'd have been like you're crazy there's no way i'm an introvert i know you guys can't tell but truly i'm an introvert i could i'd be a great hermit and so now sitting here it really spirit has moved me so much so much out of my comfort zone but i'm more happy than i have been in years I feel more complete and more fulfilled than I have felt in years. And so that's what, you know, a spiritual life coach and a life coach does. We want to bring you also to that point. We want to have you feeling that way and an understanding you don't have to feel lacking. You don't have to continue to give up things that you want to fulfill others and then leave yourself unfilled. You can still be there to fulfill things for other people, but you can also be there to fulfill things for yourself. And it, I know I struggled with it because I, I do so much, you know, for my kids and, and try to give things up so that they are able to have things that maybe I didn't have or experiences that I didn't have and, and have that support. And I'm like, how would I ever balance this? But you can. You are totally able to balance it. Well, good news. Amy is here. So please help me welcome, excuse me, welcome Amy Burness to our show. Hi, Amy. Hello. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm wishing for a little more sun again, but. <laughs> I know they're calling for more snow this week. Oh, I'm, I'm just trying to stay positive on this. <laughs> and, and you know, that's, that's a great thing. I don't know if you were kind of tuning in earlier, but spirit had brought the topic into perspective and coming in from a place of positivity. And, and this is exactly what we're talking about people. I mean, up here in, in Northern Wisconsin, we are not really thrilled about more snow, but what, no. did, what did Amy just say? I'm trying to look at it positively right? And that's all about our perspective. Yes. Yes. I agree. Actually, I was just thinking about the whole, <laughs> so I think, you know, as humans, we tend to really kind of focus on our physical reality instead of really thinking about the life that we want to live. But our physical reality is so loud at times that you're just like, Oh my gosh, you get so sucked into it, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and that's, you know, exactly what what we've been talking about. And and I've been kind of trying to tell them, you know, coming from the life coach perspective where mm -hmm. you're at and and me being a spiritual life coach, mm -hmm. how huge huge it is once you can start looking at things outside the physical. Yeah. putting things into perspective of the bigger picture. And I know you and I have had a lot of conversations the past week and a half about these spiritual awakenings and, and those realizations. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I said, I feel like most of like the biggest battle a lot of us really do fight is understanding that we are not our circumstances. We are not, you know, our, our thoughts. We are the awareness of them. 
And we have the potential, the unlimited potential to create the reality we want. But like I said, so often we get caught up and because it takes a while here on earth because it's so yeah. dense, it's a very dense planet that it takes a while. So you're like, where is it? But it's because it takes time and it takes that focus and it takes effort consistently right. focusing and feeling those things. That's the thing. The feeling is the secret, right? Like right. how can I cause my reality to be a reflection of within? You have to become that. You have to right. feel that. And then it does. But but honestly, that is probably, I would say, a lot of people's hardest conquest that they will ever do is not letting their physical reality dictate, you know, their what they want out of life. Right. And that's, you know, when you look at our journey that we're all on and, and where we are now, where we want to go. Mm -hmm. If you approach that from a point of negativity of, oh, I'm never going to get that. Oh, I'm never going to do this. How am I going to accomplish this? Yeah. And start changing it to, for me, I get yeah. up in the morning. I, I know that this is where I want to go with being a spiritual life coach, with being a full-time psychic medium. Mm -hmm. And I wake up and I say, I am. I am successful. Yeah. I have enough. And and coming from that place of of positivity mm -hmm. and and putting that in there because if I wake up every day and I go, "Oh, I don't have any new clients. Why did I do this? <laughs> what's what's going to happen?" It's yeah. it's our yeah. mindset. <laughs> yes. That is so true. And you know, I think that that's, that's the, that's the thing, you know, we're here for a limited time, right. In these physical bodies that we're in and we have to let ourselves experience it. And I think too, we um, don't like the feelings that, you know, we want to feel happy and joyful, which are awesome to feel, but just as important are those emotions, the, the ones that we don't like to feel instead of pushing them out, we have to surrender into them or they will keep coming and they will stay suppressed in our body. So, you know, I think that that's another side we have to look at is yes, we do want to always look for the positive side of things. But I always tell my clients, do not be afraid to feel your emotions. Don't judge them because I think we judge as people, like if we're on a spiritual journey, yeah. hey, like, oh, I'm doing so good. And then all of a sudden you're going to have a lot of your old limiting beliefs come back and you're going to go, what in the, what in the hell right. is going on here? Like, why is this happening? But really it's just because you have some of those those old wires that are just kind of starting to fizzle out but they're going to keep going until you finally starve them out enough where they where they're not connecting anymore and and just knowing that that's okay it's okay to feel those emotions and don't judge them just let them be and i try to do that on days that i'm feeling a little you know what? heavier it's like be gentle with yourself like you're here to experience it all not just you know, the good, it, it, the, the, the negative emotions are, I don't call them negative. I call them lower vibrational emotions. They're just as important, you know? Absolutely. And that's, Joe had commented that she had talked about this and intentions on Sunday on her live. And I think a lot of people are really starting to come into this understanding of, of that perception and keeping things in perspective. And I know like for you and I, it's very important that people find somebody who is also 
going through a journey that is also yeah. open because I mean, and, and there's so many times where, like you said, those old wires come back in and one of us is messaging the other going, yeah. what was I thinking? This is horrible. Why yeah. did I do this? And, and, yes. and we, we kind of have to bring each other down. So yeah. having that support yeah. is so important, you know, because if yeah. you are trying to turn into this positive person, but everybody mm-hmm. around you is, oh, you're crazy, or they're they're bringing in all these negative feelings. It it's a struggle. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that there are times too when it is hard. It is hard to express how you truly feel when you know I, people are all on their own journeys. They're all doing exactly what they came here to do. Um, however, you know when you're on a different journey and you and are learning different things. And you want to talk about it, it it can be a lot more than some people are ready. They're not there yet. You know, I mean, so you're right. It is so important to have, and it it doesn't matter. It's not quantity. It's the quality Mm -hmm. of people that you can find that understand and they let you express, you know, what, what you're feeling and, and what you're growing through at the moment. And so that is, that is so important to have at least one or two people that get it. If you can look back, like as, as you started coming into, especially like the life coaching and and Mm -hmm. starting to move your life into alignment with where you want to be, what are, are some points of advice? Like if you were talking to a client right now about, okay, I understand you're here. This is how you want to go. What would you, what advice would you give them? So, you know, this is perfect because I feel like the first thing I always say is build your foundation first. And it's going to take time. You spent what, say you're 35, Mm -hmm. you spent 35 years building these beliefs that you, that you think every single day. One, it's going to take time. It's going to take time to rewire. It's going to take some consistency. And the, the biggest thing you can do is to build a strong foundation because just like anything with the house, if your foundation crumbles, everything else does. And to me, awareness is your foundation. Just knowing and being aware that you aren't your thoughts and you aren't your beliefs and you're not the accumulation of, you know, your life. You are, you are an amazing being that is experiencing this and foundation and awareness to me are key. I tell my clients this, and I also let them know, like, it's okay to feel like you're going backwards sometimes because mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to fall. Like I was, I, I honestly, I think some of the biggest breakthroughs are after a life, like, oh, you just, you just hit, you just hit a wall. And sometimes those walls are there for you to lean on, you know, like they're not a bad thing. And right. that, that is my like, biggest piece of advice is to give yourself grace in this journey because what I've been truly on like my hardcore, like spiritual, like learning every day. I'm always doing something to move forward for about eight years now. Mm -hmm. And there will be no end in sight every day. We learn and grow. So I always tell people your, your time, you know, to do something um, doesn't end until you can't breathe or you're not breathing on this earth anymore. Like there's always time to learn and grow. So give yourself grace, build that foundation, let yourself go through it all. And, and 
truly embrace it because I feel like sometimes we get so upset with ourselves when we don't feel the high energy positivity and we want to judge ourselves. So allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to go through it all and know that it will always it will always be okay. And sometimes those big, like I said, the biggest breakthroughs come after sometimes the biggest (laughs) crushing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I find it interesting too, how as, as coaches, you know, we look at these things and, and building the foundation and accepting, accepting the emotion. And that is so true in, in so many things, even when I was taking my class to be, you know, a psychic medium and I was going through the different levels, Mm -hmm. one of the big things and to move into that healing was allowing yourself to feel the emotion and then let it go, you know, not, not holding onto it any longer, but still Mm -hmm. processing through it. Mm -hmm. And I think that ends up being a big holdback for a lot of people because we don't want to, we don't, we don't want to be vulnerable. We don't yeah. like being vulnerable. Yeah. And a lot of times what I find with people too is not being trusting, not having a person that they they can connect with to mm-hmm. kind of let these things go. And for me, I, I was actually just talking to a client yesterday about very similar things and trauma, you know, she had trauma boxed up in her head from like 1982 with a big ribbon yeah. that says, do not open. Yeah. And, and that's okay. You know, as a human, we do have to compartmentalize to process through things. Yeah. But at some point we have to go back. We have to take that box off the wall that says 1982 and we have to open it. Yeah. And, and for some of us, like my struggle of going through some traumas is I know what's in the box and I feel like if I open the box, I'm giving it power again. Yeah. And and we have to change our perspective on that because mm-hmm. by me looking at this and saying, this happened, yeah. I'm not giving it power. Right. I am <clears throat> actually getting rid of its power. Yeah. yeah. I boxed it, which diminished its power and I kind of dealt with it. But until I open it, dump that crap out, it still has power. So really you have to let go of it. Yeah, absolutely. This, you know what this kind of reminds me of? So um, I'm in this nutritional response testing program and it's just amazing because it deals with your body's energy. And so basically you have this, you know, holistic practitioner who basically just takes all the information that your body is telling her Mm -hmm. and she just basically like, okay, this is, this is what your body's telling me and this is how we can fix it, which to me is brilliant. Instead of going to, you know, a hospital and saying your symptoms and treating the symptoms, you're treating the underlying cause and getting rid of it. Mm -hmm. And so it brings me to this point of, so when your body has a lot to deal with, um, especially now, are there so many toxins, there's so many chemicals. And so our bodies are overloaded. And when they are, say something in your body comes up like a virus or bacteria, um, your body will encompass it with a biofilm. So basically, mm-hmm. I'm going to store you for later when I have right. more energy to to take care of you. And that's honestly kind of what we do in our minds is when we have an emotion come up that we don't want to deal with, we store it. Like, I think a lot right. of people think that if you don't feel it, it just goes away and it's mm-hmm. out of your body, which is not true. You suppress right. it and um, then it comes back up. And this is where emotional integration comes into play, like you were talking about, is instead of suppressing it, 
you let yourself feel that emotion and, and, and I call it burn through it, which means you let it come through your body. You let yourself feel it until you can't feel it anymore. And I am telling you this summer, I feel like I, <laughs> when I was biking, this yeah. is what I would do. It would just all of a sudden this emotion would come up and I would just like, oh, I could feel it. And I didn't mm -hmm. like it, but I just kept moving through it. Right. And then all of a sudden, poof, it was like this release. Yeah. And it was gone. But right. did but the thing is you have to let yourself feel it. Cause I didn't Absolutely. Wanna, yeah, I didn't want to feel it when I was going through it, but I was like, just keep going, keep going. It'll it'll eventually, you know, subside. And it did. But you always have to go through that and allow yourself that opportunity to be able to not cycle back because that's what life is. It's a cycle. Right. It'll keep right. coming until you learn what you need to learn. Absolutely. And hi, Erica, my, my sister popped in, but she said uh, she thinks a lot of people who are sensitive also tend to do this with their abilities. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's very true. Yeah. Um, you know, people people tend to to box that up. Yeah. And I know, you know, it's it's funny how we're talking about how we hold on to those things. Mm -hmm. And one thing I'm realizing with our energetic body is that mm -hmm. our energetic body carries things over from different lifetime experiences. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, I, and it's it's crazy. And I, I had gone uh, yesterday, actually, up to Mercer to this great little holistic spa. And yeah. she has a, so you lay on like this biomat and the bed vibrates and you, and you listen to headphones and it's warm mm -hmm. and it like, it vibrates all the music through your body. Mm -hmm. And I ended up, I ended up getting off before it was done because I'm like, what is going on? Right. So because yeah. there was all this stuff like going on with me. Yeah. And, and it's funny, though, because one of one of the things is I have like sciatic nerve pain, oh, yeah. you know, mostly on on my right side and my hip. Yeah. And I, I stretch and it's it's gotten better with the sit ups and those kinds of things, but it's never gone. Right. Yeah. So I'm laying there and I'm doing this and I was having such a hard time, like relaxing. And all of a sudden I saw myself as a soldier, like in the civil war. And I was shot in my back, in my hip. And like that, I saw that and I'm like, what the, you know, beep, yeah. beep, like what's going on? Yeah. And I got this burning sensation. Oh my goodness. I have not had any pain any pain, oh zero pain since that happened. And was that my body releasing a past life memory? Yeah. You know, and, and so not only as humans, do we hang on to things that we need to heal from, but we're still healing things in our energetic body that we don't even remember. We don't yeah. have a physical recollection of yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so true because I, I've talked to you many times about this Dolores Cannon and the convoluted yes. universe. And it's all about that. It's all about, you know, all the lifetimes and everything you accumulate. And we come into these physical bodies and boom, we have no memory, right? right. Which is really hard. It's really hard, especially when you feel like you know things, but you don't know them, if that right. makes sense. It like does. you have this. Uh, like for me, I've always felt like there was something so much bigger than, than I knew in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I, as I'm coming to learn, I realize that it's, that it's everything I'm learning. Like this, what we know and what we've been taught, um, 
is so it's so minuscule in in comparison to what there really is mm -hmm. and i think that that's so true it's just letting you know yourself go through and learn and and we talked about the one time that i was going to do the past life regression yes <laughs> everything that went wrong <laughs> yeah and yeah. you know but it was obviously i truly believe it was my you know i wasn't ready in that moment right. and and i right. but i learned so much since then that now i'm like oh now i would be totally i would get it whereas yeah. before i don't think i would have no and i agree with that i mean and what clearer sign from spirit do you need than my heater falls off my wall <laughs> yeah. and i'm like we have to cancel i'm sorry <laughs> like it's falling apart but it's yeah. true i think and even for me it, mm -hmm. in my abilities and and you know even with having abilities i still operate from a very skeptical side and people are mm -hmm. always like how can you be skeptical you talk to dead people yeah but i am i right. am i'm very skeptical yeah. and i know had i had that experience a few years ago Mm -hmm. I would have never made the connection. And, right. and so it, it is, I think as you come into your awakening, as you start to understand your abilities, as you start to understand your journey, you start looking at things as the whole picture, because mm -hmm. even ourselves, we don't see the whole picture of ourselves. We see this, right. you know, this, yes. this is what we judge people on. And this is what we see, <laughs> Yes, but there's so much more. There's so much, so much more. And so spirit has that great way of, of bringing us to that point of like the aha moments. Yes. Where otherwise we would just push it off or explain it away. Right. And, and, and I always say that the teacher always shows up when the student is ready. And, and I mean, that's why I feel like some people think, well, there's so many people that do this spiritual teaching or, you know, personal development. Mm -hmm. However, everybody has a certain way of, you know, expressing themselves. Absolutely. And so there's billions of people that they can really connect or relate to the way that someone relays information. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, that's why I always tell people like, you are one of billions. There's literally like, there's not one person that's exactly like you. And that's right. what your superpower is. And, you know, when you let yourself truly be who you feel you are meant to be, like, that's all you have to do. Like, right. that's why you were put here. But it's not easy because society has done an amazing job of telling us if you get the house, the white picket, the fence, the, the two kids, mm -hmm. the 2.5 kids, and you have this job, you'll be happy and right. you're, you'll be set. And so, you know, if you're anything like me, I did all that. And then all of a sudden I was just like, I am not, this is not fulfilling me. Like, right. I don't know what's missing. And it was my true calling and, and learning. Like, that's what I, I came here to do is I love learning and researching and just sharing right. with others and, and hopefully helping them in some capacity. Oh, absolutely. I think as humans, as we have progressed through time, we have lost why we're actually here. And it, it's yeah. been, like you said, it's been about the personal accomplishments and, and all of these things that mm -hmm. really, they don't matter. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the fancy house, it doesn't yeah. matter. The nice car, it doesn't matter. It might be fun, but really what does it matter? Yeah. And it's all about, you know, those, those material things. 
and you're paying with it with your time. You're paying yes. with it with your life. Yes. And that's where I got to that point where, you know, at the time I had to have the income at my other job. I had to have it. And mm-hmm. my husband and I looked at rearranging our life because I was on the inside. I was dead. Like mm-hmm. I was not existent. I was a slave yeah. to provide things that really, what, what does it matter? Yeah. You know, life is about, is about the experiences. Life is about learning and the knowledge and helping each other. Life is about, you know, picking up somebody else and helping them progress on their journey. Not about how many cars you have or the house that you have in Boca. You know, it's just, that's not what it's about. That's so, I love that. It's so beautiful. It's, and what you said is my, like, what I always tell people I'm like, don't, I, I know it's, it's easier said than done. I will say that. Mm -hmm. But when you hit that point of like no return where you're, you have to make a change in your life. It's the biggest gift that is ever given to you. It hurts like hell in the moment. And you're like, what is going on? And you're fighting it with everything you have. And then all of a sudden something will just click and you let go. And it's like, whoa. Okay. Like I get it. I mean, I, I remember that point in, in my life, which was just about six years ago and we had moved, you know, and I had a salon and I had my kids and, and we moved and, and I had to rearrange my kids' life. And it was the hardest thing that ever happened to me. Like I literally remember that night. I just said, either you, God, you can either take me or take my pain. I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. And I I woke up the next day and it was clear as day to me. It was like this revelation of you can sit in your pain and never live your life. You'll sit here forever doing this, or you can be grateful for the moments that you have, for the moments that you have with them. And I just started realizing that that's what I had to do. I had to start focusing on the present moment, start being grateful for when I was, you know, spending my time with them. And it was just like little by little, my life started changing Mm -hmm. and coming back. And then I came, you know, into my true, I mean, personal development, my passion, my, my life, you know, I found that through that pain. And I, I always feel that there's purpose from pain. If you truly let yourself, you know, come into terms with that. Well, and I think, excuse me, that's a great point because I feel like people think if they're on the right track, if they're following their journey, mm-hmm. that it's a smooth road, yeah. that there's no pain involved. And and yeah. I, so I think they look at, oh, roadblock, oh, this hurts as they're not on the right track. Yeah. And, and it doesn't work that way. You can be on the right track in the right building and it's still going to hurt. It's yeah. still going to bring you to those breaking points because, you know, like, and I had used earlier, you know, a snake sheds its skin and yeah. we have to shed that. We have to shed that for growth. Yeah. And so if we can't shed that skin, we're not going to grow. We're not going to progress. So it's not, oh, yep, you're on the right track because this is all easy and it feels good. <laughs> yeah. mm, no, that's not how, I'm sorry, people. I'm sorry. That's not how it works. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm laughing because I'm kind of going through that right now. Like I love, love what I do, mm-hmm. but it isn't easy because I'm still growing and, and allowing myself to, to go on this journey. And 
it's not, you know, it's not, my dream isn't where I want it to be yet. I'm, I'm still working on it and growing it. And you hit the nail on the head. It just, because I know, like, I know without a doubt, this is my, my purpose, my passion. Right. Um, but it isn't easy. It's no. not easy in the slightest. It's just that when I get little glimpses of, of why I'm doing it, it's just like, oh yeah, this is it. Right. right. But right. I always say like, when you are growing, it doesn't mean that you, when you say like you grow and you, and you learn all this stuff, like you're done and, and you don't right. have to grow anymore. It just means that you grew and you're going to go on to the next lesson. Right. And, right. <laughs> and so it never is easy or pain-free. No. It's just right. that you know, hey, I've done this before and I know how to get through it. That's the only difference. Absolutely. And it's funny, as you're talking, Spirit showed me, like, seriously, what, so what they show me is like a clip out of Mario Brothers, where yeah. like the little mushroom hits <laughs> yeah. him and he goes, do, 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 and he dies. Yeah. But so you either level up, I mean, yes. this is life, you level up or you keep repeating the same level. 100%. So how long, how long do you want to stay stuck? Yeah. Okay, you got to jump. You yeah. got to jump to the next tube or that mushroom's going to get you. But do you want to keep going? Yes. Do you want to keep going to the next level? And so, I don't know. Today's Spirit's using Mario Brothers as our prime example. It's such a perfect analogy, though. You're so right. How long do you want to repeat the same lesson? You know, like we think like if we just hold out long enough that it'll pass and something else. Right. No. That is not how it works here on earth. You get that lesson over and over in different yeah. variations until finally, most of the time, if you don't get it after all, you're going to get bitch slapped by the universe. Like, Absolutely. Hey, or even a punch in the face. That happened to me once because it was like clearly this, you know, relationship, friendship that I was in wasn't working, but I was too, you know, in my own head to pull myself out of it. Right. And the universe, boom, will knock you right right oh, yeah. out of the way just to if you can't get it well and that's just it and there's no cheats you know i mean no. now you look at the original mario brothers you could get to a certain level go down the tube and you come out to level 10 yeah but you don't know how to get through those other levels you really no. haven't done it you know right. and that's i know a lot of other people who are are fantastic life coaches and everything else and they approach everything from the very like physical aspect mm -hmm. and, and lining things out, but, mm -hmm. and maybe it's being empathetic. They haven't healed. Like they're using yeah. the science. And so it's like those people that go through the tubes are like, woohoo, I'm over yeah. here at level 20. Yeah. But all this stuff is still broken. Yeah. And it's all still broken. And so it's very important not, not to put in a cheat code. People don't put in a cheat code for your life. Do the work. That is so true. And that's why I always tell my clients, like, Everything I'm doing with you, I have done myself yeah. because I truly believe that for me to be able to help you, I need to have done the work myself. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do. I mean, I'm continuously, I tell, I tell my clients, you know, I'm a work in progress too. I'm a student always, but you know, I've done it enough times that I can, you know, extend a hand to you to, to, to help you through the trenches. And you are so right. There is no cheat code. There is only doing the hard work. And that's why, you know, it is so hard because in our world, physical, um, you know, accolades for superficial accomplishments mm -hmm. are given so freely yet 
you know, sometimes we're on the side doing that hard knitting, gritty healing and you don't get it. You don't get that from other people. So it can be hard, but I want to say to those people that are doing that hard work and they are healing that I understand what it feels like to see others get this, you know, the medals and the, and the pats on the back for all these things. Um, and you not getting that, but I will say that I know you are doing the, the work that you were meant to do and you will experience such inner peace because happiness isn't the goal. Inner peace is the goal. Happiness comes from little, little things, you know, Mm -hmm. happiness comes from being present, but inner peace, like being able to be okay, even in the midst of what we're going through in this world, like that's the goal. Absolutely. And that's, that is a huge point because I do feel like, you know, these people who are working through these emotional traumas, abuse, they're, they're revisiting these things and, and the post-traumatic stress, there's no metal at the end of the day. No. And, and they feel like they're not seen and that people don't know what they're going through. And, and then I think that discourages people. It discourages on their journey, but Right. We know we're here. We know that they're doing the work. We see them doing it. And so, you know, if there is people out there that are are going through this and you do feel discouraged, know that there's people that know and appreciate. Yes. And and the the reward, like you said, comes from ourself. It comes from that fulfillment that you're going to get from being healed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just like you said, there's an energetic connection through everyone. So really you healing yourself, is also extending out absolutely so many people so it's so important that we remember that that you are doing amazing work by healing because you're doing it for the entire human collective consciousness it's not just for you even though it feels like that you're doing it for everybody you're doing it for your family you're doing it for your ancestors when you heal you're healing a whole generation and so as much as you can't see it now because somebody posts a picture in a bikini and they get a hundred thousand likes mm-hmm. um, and you're like on the sidelines crying and feeling your emotions and doing the hard work. Right. Nobody sees that. What you're doing, it matters so much. Right. So yeah. much. It is not, it is not in the superficial, which is where so many things come from. And yes, exactly. Exactly. No. And I, I think it's, it's funny too, because you know, and, and I talk to people and I'm sure you've gone through through this, too, where people are like, oh, but look at, you know, you're whatever you're you've got it together. I don't have it together. <laughs> I work on it every day, every minute of every day. Like, no, mm-hmm. we we don't have the answers. We don't have everything together. Like yeah. nobody does. No. Everybody has experiences. Everybody has things they're going through. Yeah. And, and I really I hate that so many people feel alone. So yeah. many people don't even know, like, yeah. where do I go for help? How do I find somebody to help? Mm-hmm. So in, in that aspect, how do people find you? Like if, the, if somebody's out there right now, they're looking mm-hmm. for a life coach. Yeah. Like, we love Amy. Her energy is great. <laughs> how do they find you? How, how do they get help? So, um, the best way would be to join. I have a Facebook page that is Amy Burness life coach slash author. Um, I try to share a lot of helpful information. I share what I'm going through. I try to post videos. Um, I would go in there and then you can totally chat and, you know, 
I want to say this because I feel like so many people have no idea really what a life coach is. Mm-hmm. Um, the a life coach isn't you know teaching you how to live your life. A life right. coach is helping you release those limiting beliefs and the things that you've stored and are keeping you stuck or not letting you live into your fullest potential. Mm-hmm. We release those and then we build you know, the empowering beliefs and you go through and we create positive patterns and positive thoughts and, and, you know, behaviors. And I will tell you, I've worked with, I just recently got to work with an amazing client. And she said to me, she goes, I had no idea what it was going to be like. She goes, but this changed my entire life. Mm -hmm. And I just, and I say that to everyone that you have unlimited, unlimited potential. You are, you are an amazing being, but a lot of times we need someone to help us really see that. And when I listen to a client, I'm really easily able to pick up on what they're saying repeatedly, whereas we can talk and we don't, we don't hear it. And so, yes, that would be that my Facebook page, I, I, I post a ton of stuff message me. Um, and it's so nice because it's all on, um, via, you know, video chat. So it's in the comfort of your own home or wherever you, you know, have privacy. Um, and it's just, it's amazing to have that support. I think every, every single person should have a life coach. <laughs> yeah. I agree. And you know, I, I find it funny too. Cause well, not funny like haha funny ironic how yeah. <laughs> you know you're saying like when you're you're talking to people and and you're picking up on all these things and and you realize that's a lot of because you're very intuitive yeah 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 and 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 that's really i think you know and and even in our conversations i just i keep waiting for that day where you're like hey guess what i realized about myself <laughs> because i feel like i feel like it's looming amy i feel like i'm going to get like like this call and, and you're just going to be like, guess what? <laughs> you, you know, I, I, and I, tr- I think so. I just think I'm in this instance, this exact instance, I think I block myself a little bit because sometimes I get that and I feel very strongly intuitively right. and I, there, I coach very intuitively. Like mm-hmm. I, I will get it. And all of a sudden I just, I'm like, Ooh, I need to tell them this story or I need to tell them this or right. And it's because I, I I do believe that I have a, a pretty strong connection mm-hmm. to to being able to hear inspiration and, or right. hear something and, and convey it to others. Um, I mean, I'm excited for that day. A little nervous. <laughs> I'm not sure. Right. Hey, I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. I think too. So one thing that I think is kind of funny. So you and I have talked and, and at the last event that we were at together, you were talking about the sway test and how your body will sway a certain way if something's good. And I'm like, I'm going to try this, you know? So the other day I'm like, Hmm, spirit, is this birthday cake good for me? And of course it was a no. And I'm like, well, I'm still going to eat it. (laughs) But (laughs) I have been, you know, playing around with it. I'm like, well, I already knew it was bad for me. I just wanted to verify that I'm making a bad choice. (laughs) But I think that's awesome too. How people, and my point to all this is people put off the physical reactions that they have to things when really it's your body trying to tell you either, hey, yeah, do that. Or, oh, whoa, hey, put the birthday cake down. Not for you. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And, you know, I th- I say this because is my I'm a life coach, but I'm also heavily into mm-hmm. the the health and wellness side of things. I have spent 12 years um, researching and learning about all this and then finding the NRT program really opened my eyes mm-hmm. to to what's really going on and, and how to feed our bodies and how to, you know, every body is different and we all need different things. Um, and I think the hardest thing for people to understand is I hear this a lot and I say this cause I've been close to 200 pounds all the way down to 130. So I've been yeah. in a, a very wide range of, of weight. And, you know, I think the thing is we say, well, I just want to be happy. And, to me, I say, I get that. And I truly mm-hmm. do. But at some point, there's going to be a consequence for being happy if, if it's, na- you right. know, not good for right. food. And to me, I, 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 of course, I have, you know, the the food that isn't great right. all right. the time. But in the back of my mind, I always ask, is this going to help me long term? Or is right. this going to hinder me long term? Absolutely. And that's a huge thing that I wish people would understand. It's not about deprivation. It is about asking yourself, is this going to help me stay healthy long-term or is this going to hurt me? And that's the biggest question. Every time I, you know, whether I drink something, eat something, I ask myself that. And I think that that's such a beautiful thing that you can do for yourself instead of always saying, well, this makes me happy now. Right. It's like, yeah, but how, how in the long term does it make right. you happy? in the big picture in the yeah. big picture and I, and i think that's great too because a lot of people and, and i was one of those people mm-hmm. i had an excuse well i'm too tired after work i'm too yeah. this i'm too that and and you don't you know don't get healthy don't exercise just so you can eat the junk food or yeah. you know a lot yeah. of people are like well i have to run a mile so i can eat this piece of cake <laughs> yeah. Yeah. don't do that <laughs> you yes. know, if you want and i I, I wanted the cake, so I was going to eat it regardless. You know, it yeah. was a small portion. Right, but right. a lot of people, they would look at, now, like me, if mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I want to get fit, and I was watching your page, and, and for anybody that follows Amy, she knows she posts these crazy workouts where you're, like, sweaty, <laughs> and you're like, yes, let's do this, and I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm not, no, no, <laughs> you know, yeah. so, yeah. but we all have to do, like, yeah what's right for us, you know? Yeah. And so, and people would look at that. Now, if I viewed that out of a mindset of thinking that was the expectation, that's what I should be doing. Mm-hmm. I would never make that step. Right. You know, and, and trying to get people to understand that connection, connect with your body. Is mm-hmm. this good for you? Starting to make those collective healthy habits, but then yeah. also starting small. You know, I had talked earlier about I hadn't done a sit up in like 15 years and I started right. with one. I started yeah. with one. And Absolutely. if I would have sat down and been like, I'm starting with 10, I would have been disappointed because yeah. I couldn't have done 10 sit ups. Yes. And now, you know, I'm at a point, I do 40 sit ups a day. Right. I, you know, and, and I make sure if I'm low on steps, I might run up and down my steps a couple of times because spirit knows we can't go outside and walk right now. It's not nice out. So, you know, trying to stay motivated, but getting people to understand starting small, you didn't start out. You didn't jump on a bike and say today, I'm going to ride 10 miles. Oh, no. You have to make these, these small steps. You don't go from not exercising from 12 for 12 years or 200 pounds. And I can't do a sit up 
to being Arnold Schwarzenegger. It doesn't work that way. There's right. steps. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and you made that point because, yes, I've always been an athlete my whole life. That is just, it's just in mm-hmm. me. And physically, I will say this, right. even my husband says this, I, my body is made to be an athlete. I build muscle. Like he goes, it's just not normal. Like you build <laughs> muscle, like a, like not, not saying I'm a manly, but I right. do build muscle. That's just my body. However, when I first started, like I used to run and I loved I love sprinting. I always, it was like a hundred meters, right? Like you yeah. said, you start small. That was my thing. Well, then I was like, well, I want to try distance running. So I started running and it was like, you know, one mile and then two. And then I ended up working up to a half marathon and it was so hard. And my husband actually ran my first hair. We ran the first half marathon together and it was very hard. Um, mm-hmm. I got done with it. I was proud of myself. And then someone had mentioned, you should do a full marathon. And I said, absolutely. There's no physical way I can do that. I've done, I've done a half and there's just no way that was so hard. But then me being me who loves challenges, I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. So how do you do it? Well, you have to take, um, each, each run and you have to break it down. So you have to have two short runs a week and then one long run. And that long run each week progressively gets longer. And I always say that um, when you learn and and grow and and allow yourself to to really push past your your mental, physical boundaries is when you start proving the impossible possible. And that's what to me, and I think that that's why I'm so intense with my workouts and my my (laughs) physical, physical, you know, accomplishments is because I see what it has done for my mental stamina and, and how I approach not physical things, but mental things. I'm like, if you can run 26.2 miles, you can do this. And, and that, and, and it is true. You do have to start somewhere, but I love it when people see what they are capable of. And we have that governor in our brain that lets us go to 40%. And we think, Oh, that's all I have. Um, No, you have 60% more brain is going to tell you to stop. So I always say, keep going, even if you feel like you can't, and I'm not saying don't hurt yourself, but don't let your mind, because our minds are so limited. Don't let your mind prevent you from coming in. And I'm so bad. I mean, like you can tell I'm so passionate about this. You are so much stronger and more capable, Mm -hmm. but you have to give yourself that opportunity. And that's, that's my one thing about physical fitness is that I love it because I felt what it has done for my mental mindset. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and for people, you know, sometimes Maybe it's music. Maybe it's, they just need to find, like, find that outlet. And because even like for you, like you said, when there were times you were riding your bike and these emotions would come through, you know, and, and to me, you know, I feel like, like when you're exercising, when you're in that mindset or when somebody is maybe creating music (laughs) or drawing, that's a form of meditation. That's a form of connecting to yourself, connecting to spirit. You know, people think, Oh, meditation. I have to sit. I have to quiet my mind. Well, that's that's one way. But yeah. really not everybody operates that way. And and the same for me. I find when I'm outside, when I'm in nature, that's more of my meditation time. That's more when I'm able to connect. Yeah. And so I, I think 
people need to, again, and this goes back to their expectation of what they should be doing. No, mm-hmm. find what fits you. Find yeah. what fits you. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that that's the truth. It was, you know, I, I used to love running and then I tore my ACL mm-hmm. and I just was like, I know I need something that I can do that pushes me that isn't constantly pounding on my knees. And so then I, I started biking. And at first I was like, this is so not me. This is not me. And then I kept doing it. And now I'm obsessed with it and I love it. And, and I get messages so- from you and you're like, I biked five miles. I'm like, oh, I'm so proud of you. I, I walked to my refrigerator. <laughs> Well, you know, it's going to be an interesting year because I hit 22 miles last year, I think is my longest ride. And so, of course, me being me, I'm going to be higher. Yeah. So, but, you know, like you said, it's a form of expression. And to me, physical fitness is very, um, it's therapy. It is. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely therapy for me. Yeah. And I mean, and it's a great release, you know, I, and I know for me when I, when I was younger and I was in the habit of being more athletic, it was the mm-hmm. same thing. You know, I dealt with a lot of anger and frustration. I had a punching bag. That's yeah. how I worked through it, you know? Yeah. And so really people just find something healthy that works for you. You know, don't, don't self-medicate, don't hold everything in, find a release. Yeah. And, you know, in, in a release where I was using my punching bag or where Amy's saying she's biking, you're still allowing that vulnerability to come through, but you're removing that other human element. You're able to be vulnerable and process, but you're doing your thing. You know, it's not, you're not sitting down and, and I'm not saying, oh, you know, this is what's going on with me. You're removing that other element and allowing yourself to process through the vulnerability a little bit better. At least that for me, that's what works. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's, and that's what it is for me. I mean, I'll be in a workout and I cry. I I cry Mm -hmm. during my workouts because not because... I mean, yeah, it's sometimes the, the, you know, the burn of the, the muscle right. hold or whatever. Yeah, it's intense, but it doesn't, that's not like why I cry. I cry because mentally I'm being pushed and I, I have to let myself go. And you're right. It's that vulnerability of all oh, this feels hard. And so I cry because I, I don't like feeling weak, right. but that's how you go through it. Like you have to be weak to feel strong. You have to, you know, be soft to become hard, not hard, but you know, like you always have the opposite of what you're trying to become that makes you what, what you're trying to go through. Absolutely. And I, I do want to kind of switch topics. We have about 10 minutes left before you, you have to leave me, but (laughs) I wanted to, maybe some people who had missed your show with Diet last time, I wanted to talk a little bit about your book, things that you have coming up and, and those kinds of things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, soul fed is, is my first book and it's called soul fed rising up. I got, I'll grab it rising up through the moments that broke you um it's available on amazon or you can message me i have copies at home i can always mail one out um in that book there are nine chapters and each chapter has a basically a tool that i feel will help you you know really find that alignment and that balance in your life and um at the at the end there are 10 different kind of variations of it that you can apply to your life because like 
like we talk about, everybody's different. And mm -hmm. so there's, when I give, you know, those ideas, it's that you can pick and choose and find out what feels true for you because our life is like a secret recipe that only we know the answers for. And so, you know, I might need an apple, whereas you have an orange. So it's, right. you know, it's what feels right to you. So that was my, my first book. It was such a, a blessing to write. And, um, I wrote it in October, 2019, finished it in March of 2020, mm -hmm. literally the week before the whole world shut down. Right, right. And that was really, really hard for me because I was so excited. I had all this intensity and then wham, it was like, what's going on? Pain so, in the journey. Pain yeah. The journey, <laughs> and I spent about a year in this, this place of where do I go and blah, blah, blah. And what was me? And finally in March of 2021, I made huge lifestyle changes. I, I gave up some things in my life and I finally published the book mm -hmm. and it was such an amazing journey. Um, I am, my second book is is going to be coming out soon. Um, I should be. It's with the editor. <laughs> and this one is called The Freedom Switch, The Owner's Manual for Your Mind to Create Radical Happiness. And this is the book that I wish I would have been given when I was 16 and had all these. There's there's over 21 different processes that lit basically these are all the, the processes that I would give to my life coaching clients. And the beauty of it is it's all there for you right. to do for yourself. And it's, it's, they're simple. I said, even a teenager could look, read this book and apply it to their life all the way up to, you know, an adult. Right. Um, but I really wanted another book that was simple enough that I could hand it to a young adult being right. a mother of four with um three well the my my third is almost a teenager here yeah. so i have almost three teenagers so you know that's such a it's such a, a honor to me to be able to to do something like that um for hopefully many many you know young adults and and, and adults to to give themselves that privilege of really connecting with their innate unlimited potential Absolutely. I, and I think, you know, cause, and I can too look back to my teenage years where I wish somebody would have been like, instead of, you know, sometimes people, you know, people give advice, like you need to change your perspective, mm -hmm. but there's no, there's no follow through. There's no, yeah. you know, it's, it's words without action. So yeah. I love that you're able to pull something in that's going to give, give the advice, give some tips, but give action to just those words. And, that, and that's so true. I, I, that's why I write that way because, you know, like I said, I can't, I can't coach the entire world, but I can, I can write and, and include all of the things that I would coach on. And my favorite, my favorite process is in the, I think the 2020, 21. And, um, it's been so amazing using it with my clients and seeing them have breakthroughs and, and really being like, wow, I didn't realize that that's what was causing mm -hmm. me to feel this way or me to, to not, you know, to not move forward. So you're, you're so right. It's such a, an amazing thing to put into action and apply it to your life so that you can, you know, heal and move forward. 
Absolutely. And and I just, I do, I appreciate that there's people like you, people that are reaching out to the people that feel unseen and unheard and giving them hope. You know, I yeah. talked earlier just about people, find that hope, find something to hold on to and start taking those little steps to just yeah. start viewing things differently. So I, I really appreciate you coming here today. Um, it's always fun. I always love talking to you because it's always, I love your energy and, and we always have such great conversations and I do want to let people know we're going to be having an event in June. I think it's the 26th, 25th, I believe 25th. See, yeah, I should know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know my paper. Yeah. But, and, and I believe, I know I have it posted on my page. I know you have it posted on yours and Dayette has shared it a lot of times, but if you want to come out and if you're looking, you know, you want to meet Amy, you want to talk to people with, with some positive perspectives. You're looking, starting to look at, at different holistic things. It's, it's, we're going to have a lot of great vendors that are going to be there just to give people options because I feel like people just right now, we feel so stuck. We feel yeah. like there's no options to get healthy unless I'm sitting and giving my therapist $200. And most of the time people feel like that doesn't help either. Yeah. You know, so, so bringing some holistic approaches in for people that can incorporate everything it can and and just start that self-healing. Yeah, absolutely. I know when when you had approached me with that, I was just like, wow, that would be so amazing to have even obviously it's just one day right now, but to open people up to the possibility of healing that doesn't mean the the traditional and I'm not saying anything is wrong with these right. things at all if they're working right. for you but if you've tried the therapy and you've tried all of these things and you still feel like there's something missing mm -hmm. um try these alternative healing methods and and let them speak for themselves right. let you let yourself feel right. and you know what a blessing it will be to 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 so many people that can attend and and really get a grasp on what this is right and i i feel you know like you said the traditional the non-traditional it's all there for a reason yeah but we are individuals we're like puzzle pieces so we have to plug in the pieces that are going to work best for us and yeah. so if if you if you use the traditional approaches that's fantastic yeah if you find uh, somebody else that that maybe helps your vibes and and helps heal you that's fantastic yeah People need to, again, step out of the, what should I do? What feels right? What feels like it resonates with you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You have to, you have to allow yourself to feel and go through things because uh, before I knew about Reiki or, or any right. of those things, I didn't have any clue. And then once I opened up to it, it it's been, I mean, I ended up becoming, you know, certified in Reiki because I love it so much mm -hmm. and I love energy work and all of that. So just uh, giving yourself that, that, that gift of, of new ways of, of being. And, you know, if it isn't for you, I guarantee that someone in your life, it would be for. Absolutely. That's, that's a great point. And, and I hope everybody was able to come and kind of take some points of positivity or something away from our conversation today. I, I really, I do. I appreciate you being here, Amy. I appreciate you sharing your energy and your insight with everybody. I, I do. I just think you're fantastic. I love you lots. Oh my gosh. Well, I feel the same way about you. <laughs> you, you know, as the, in the beginning, you mentioned the whole needing people that yeah. you can talk to and you are 
one oh. of those people for me, truly, you. because, you know, I, 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 I love helping others, but I am still just a, a baby healing myself as well. Right. And so being able to share that with you and, and, you know, hear what you say, it has helped me tremendously. So I am so grateful for not only you, but being able to share with others and being invited on here because truly, um, you know, we can all, all do something to help others. And I mean, that isn't that the point of being here? Is it is that we get to connect and, and share and, and grow and, and love others? I mean, it's all there is, you know? Absolutely. And with that, Amy is right. That is that is all there is. Love each other. Just hold on to that. We are going to move into a short break. We're going to say goodbye to Amy. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show with some cards. I'm thinking maybe five. Maybe we'll pull five cards today. Offer them out to you guys when we come back from break. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Amy. Bye. Diet Renee, Psychic Medium. All of us have questions about our lives, our loved ones, our futures. Diet Renee is here to help answer those difficult questions. Diet excels at working with spirit and is a certified psychic medium through LWISSD. She is a master teacher and well-versed in the spirit world. Look, don't trust just any psychic with your deepest thoughts and worries. Trust Diet Renee as she will deliver her very best for you. General readings, past loved ones, finances, your future. Contact Diet now on her website, dietrene.com. That's dietrene.com. Hello, welcome back. I am so glad you guys came back. As a reminder, I am your host, Charlie Lynn, today in for Diet Renee, and you are watching School Through Spirit on WLTKDB Let's Talk Radio. So if you missed the first part of the show, we just finished up talking to the amazing Amy Burness, who is a life coach and an award she will be. She will be an award-winning author. I know it, Amy. I can feel it. But she is a bestseller author right now. And if you guys want to check her out, I I really think I really think if you're looking for that positive aspect and, and that thing to kind of get into your life, go check her out. She is on Facebook and her book is called Soul Fed. So before we go to the card reading, which Spirit just tossed a whole bunch of them on my floor. I was trying to pick those all up before we came back. I want to talk to you about what's coming up. What is coming up this week on WLTKDB? They have a lot of great shows. I have to read off my cheat sheet, though. So Monday, we have the amazing Christina Bloom at 8 p.m. She is going to be hosting Be the Change. Tuesdays, Paranormal Pete, Pete or Bay at 10 p.m. Kelly Brickle on Wednesday is going to be hosting the Psychic Hour at 3 p.m. Missy and Nicole will also be on Wednesday with Over the Target. They're a little bit later, so check them out at 8 p.m. Thursday, a great lineup 
with Rini and Ashley, Realm of Darkness, at 7 p.m. Nicole Strickland, The Afterlife Chronicles, will follow at 8. And then on Friday, check out Rini Rodriguez, Secrets Within, that airs at 7. So there's kinds of shows in there for everybody that I think would pique everybody's interest. So please check them in, support the radio station. Everybody on here is so fantastic really here to educate you and, and bring you in different ideas, different concepts. So I do, I hope you will, I hope you will tune into some of the other shows. All right. So for our card reading, I will again be using the sacred forest article Oracle by Denise Lynn. Very pretty cards. If you guys can, there we go. Check that out. And so I am going to be doing five cards. So if there is a certain question that you have. If there is something that maybe, hi, Michael, I'm glad you're back. If there is maybe something you just want guidance throughout the week, you want all five cards, you want one card, you want one, three, and four, whatever floats your boat, whatever you feel drawn to. So I'm going to pick our cards. All right. Ooh. So the first one we have is called The Meandering Path, and this is all about flow. So number one is about flow. Now, to me, this, this really represents a lot of what we've been talking about. If you can see, you know, the pathway is lit up and, he, and he's getting ready to go down the pathway. And really, what have we been talking about? We've been talking about our journey. We've been talking about where do we want to go? And I feel like when the meandering path, at least in this circumstance, is, is coming in, is that spirit's coming in and spirit is talking to us about decide, make that step, keep going on your journey. I feel like a lot of people out there listening now, we've kind of stalled. We've stalled our own journey. And whether that's self-doubt or, or frustrations or, or for whatever reason, spirit's really coming in. And it's time to start taking that active participation in your journey. But the path isn't always straight, right? The path is going to take us different ways down our journey. We might see it as we want to get from here to there, but spirit's going to take us all different ways to get down there because it's important that we learn those lessons. Okay. So if you asked for number one, it's about getting back on track, starting your journey, following, following your journey, trusting your intuition to follow that path. Card number two sanctuary mystic meadows when this card comes in for me a lot of times it represents needing to take that time for self-peace it's an inner sanctuary is is usually how i read that card when that card comes in it is about letting go of everything that is out here pulling ourselves inward taking some time for self-care because we are our temple we hold our soul and our soul is important. We have to feed it. We have to take care of it. We have to connect with it. And so if you picked number two, number two is really about coming in, reconnecting or staying connected with self, taking that time for yourself and treating yourself like a sanctuary, giving yourself self-care, realizing it's okay. It's okay for me to stop. It's okay for me to step in my sanctuary. Okay. Take time for self. Number three is activation. 
and it says spirit guardian of spring. And I think this card is fantastic. If you picked a number three, number three is really talking about new beginnings, right? When we think about spring, flowers are coming, things are growing, things are developing. And so if you pick number three for some clarity within your journey or within your week, know that things are coming to fruition that you've worked for. Things are coming into your journey that are going to start blooming, that are going to start seeds that you've planted are going to start coming up. Okay. So things that you may want to accomplish, or maybe you're thinking, ah, do I, do I want to start this? Yes. Now is the time to start. Now is the time to, to put that foot forward because things are going to come a little bit more easily and, and come into fruition for you. Card number four is elves and playfulness. And when I see this card, I, I really look at this and it's funny. Um, it To me, it just represents like you can see, you know, you have the person standing there and everybody kind of around them is, is having fun. And, and we have this other person kind of standing there. When that card comes in, it is time to kind of let go, let go of some of these worries, because I feel like this card reflects letting go. There's there's still flowers underneath the snow, Michael. There's still flowers. Just got to get the snow off of there so you can see them. <laughs> so when, when this card comes in playfulness, it talks about us letting go, letting go of what we're carrying and coming into things with a lighter approach. So don't, don't carry all of that frustration and, and the weight with you. Now is the time to let go, relax a little bit, enjoy, be present in the moment. Okay. Take part, you know, in here you can see they're all having fun. Take part in what's going on. Don't, don't stand and, and hold yourself back. Be a part of being present in the moment. Allow yourself to kind of be playful. And, and when I say playful, you know, it's, it's that you have to be relaxed to be playful. So it's really about self-relaxation. And our last card, number five, is the be spirit and talking about prosperity. And when we see prosperity, you know, a lot of us associate it with different things. We might associate it with money. We might associate it with material things. But when I see prosperity today and, and coming in with the topics that we've talked about, to me, the prosperity represents prosperity of self. So again, that blooming of self, things starting to come to fruition that you have worked really hard for, that you've worked on your journey. Allow those things to come in because if we're holding ourselves back and, and we're ready to be prosperous, we're ready to reap the rewards of our hard work, but yet we're holding ourselves back, we can't receive that. So you need to start being open. You need to understand that you're prosperous and accept that you're prosperous and allow those rewards to come into you, okay? So go back through our cards one more time. Number one is flow. Number two is sanctuary. Number three, activation. Number four was playfulness. And number five is prosperity. So I really hope for all of you that tuned in, we were able to give you a little bit of motivation for this week, a little bit of motivation for maybe adjusting yourself to get into alignment with where you want to be, what you feel like you need to be doing. So please, 
go back, you know, jot some of this stuff down, start making a plan so that you can move through. You're welcome, Michael. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed the messages. I hope that just a little piece of this sticks with you so that you can start looking at the big picture, approaching things from gratitude and, and starting to bring in the positive things that you want to manifest into your life. I really, truly appreciate everybody's time here. Come back next week. Dayette is going to have, I wrote it down. I have to read it. I'm sorry. Dayette is going to have the amazing, I lost my paper. The amazing, amazing, hold on. I found my paper. I have to look at my notes. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. I'm excited about this one. Miss Dayette is going to have the amazing spirit medium, Gordon Ellison, on next week. So you do not, do not want to miss her show. Gordon is such an amazing and down-to-earth everyday person that I really, I know you guys are really going to enjoy him. You're going to enjoy the things that he has to say. So please, please tune in next week. Check out Dayette. Check out Gordon. And again, thank you guys so much for your time. Remember to be love. Be the positivity that you want to see. And I am going to say goodbye.